Well. Are you ready for Thursday? Thir- oh, Country Thunder Thursday? Yeah. I am. I'm a little nervous. What's that? I know this isn't an issue for you, but for me, it's it's not an issue. I'm just, I'm going to really miss Cal. Oh, that's an issue for me. You act like I'm a horrible person or something. No, but I fully anticipate some tears. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't anticipate any tears. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to be kind of a mess at some point, so just liquor me up. Wow. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I almost said good morning. It's not. It's, it's not at all. Late. It's way past our bedtime. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so what's our podcast about today? Um, it is about our businesses, business adventures and why we stopped doing our own businesses. You had a lot of businesses at one point. Yeah. How many did you have? Um, yeah, I had, let's see here, I had the one, two, three, I think, I think three, maybe four, I'm not really sure at this <laughs> point. So I had the rental company, I rented out the house, um, I had the engineering where I'd walk around, go to different shops and helping them out, and then I had my own shop, so yeah, I had three. That missing one? Consulting? The consulting, the engineering one, yeah. Yeah, maybe three. Yeah. I only had one at one point, so not as nearly as fancy as you. Yeah. But, um, so do you want to start? Um, I guess, yeah. So, when I was, I don't know, wee lad, I don't remember. <laughs> you were like 24. <laughs> yeah, so when I was 24, I started a uh, rental company. Uh, I owned a house in a different city and I moved back to my home home city I guess because of work and I didn't want to get let go of the house so I decided just to rent it out and at least try to make some money off of it if not move back into the house in a couple of years so I get to keep it um, and then while I was doing that I was also doing consulting on the side for engineering so I'd go to other shops and help them set up machines or program or teach the guys how to program whatever you know whatever they needed um, so I did that for four years, three years. I rented the house out for three years, and it sucked. I never had one good renter. Um, it was uh, it was completely horrible. Just dealing with drama from neighbors, drama from HOA, na- or the renters not paying on time. But I had buddies doing it, and they therapy pig. Yeah. And I, I had people doing it, and they loved it, and were making great money. And I, I just felt like it was consuming so much of my time and energy, and just wasn't worth it. You so, look exhausted. I am exhausted. It's been a long week, and it's only Monday. Well, they think it's Wednesday, but it's only Monday. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> so I did that for three, three years, and then I decided to sell it. We actually sold all of our properties, and that's when we moved in. Oh, we were actually living in the trailer at that point, but then sold all the properties, and that's when we came and bought the house that we're in now, and it 
allowed for an awesome down payment. Mm-hmm. And we uh, paid off the your truck and bought the Cody, bought a, like, yeah, bought, bought a new truck and went and bought a Ranger. Mm-hmm. Um, paid off your student loans. No, we did that way before that. No, it was when the house was yeah, it. Yep. Huh. More because they just seem to keep popping up every freaking year. Yeah, I learned my lesson the hard way with that one. So I did that, and then while I was doing that, I was doing consulting. And technically, the consulting is still, I never really closed that business. Well, we I just, reopened it. Yeah, and I, I, just, I just stopped looking for work. It just got to the point where I was tired of doing everything. And I just wanted to relax. And then uh, the machine shop, I just had a falling out with my business partner. And um, still irritates me. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't a pretty breakup by any means, but. This That's part. pretty much that. That was yeah. two-ish years of my life. Well, God. and I was doing all that at the same time. Yeah. And this was also like when we were trying to plan the wedding. Yeah. And, um, we made some sacrifices Yeah, we for the machine shop. Yep. Like that's why we moved into the trailer so yep. you could be there full time. Yep. Um, and we knew you weren't going to be getting a paycheck or even remotely close to what you were being paid before. So that's when we decided to sell the Glendale house and um, put all of our furniture in storage and moved into a trailer in my parents' backyard. Yeah, it was a good time. I have zero regrets. No, I, I loved the trailer, actually. It was it was nice. It was an and awesome it, two years. but It would have been amazing if I had like the job I have now. Yeah. Or made the money I make the, now. The money we could have saved. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Holy crap. Um but I, I don't regret any of it. I would have done a lot of it differently looking back now, but I don't regret it. I, I learned a lot. Like, what's the biggest thing you learned? I'll never have another business partner. Or go into business with a friend. Or go into business with a friend. Or in that relationship. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> the reason I don't do the businesses now was um, once I had that falling out, it, of course, puts a damper in your mood. Um, you start second guessing yourself on a lot, and then we were we were in debt hardcore, and living in a trailer. Mm-hmm. So it just was piling up. It, yeah, it was. It was. Um, and then on top of that, you got pregnant. Well, we found out I yeah. was pregnant, and we were preparing for a baby. Yeah, so all this kind of happened all at once, and um, I went into, you know, what safe mode, and it was what do I got to do to make this work. So I. Went looking for a job, got a job, um, tried to start bringing money in, and that that was actually really steady for a while. Mm-hmm. But it, we were still playing catch up on all of our bills, and it it seemed like we would take one step forward and we would slip back two steps. And um, you started picking up extra shifts at the gym, and it was just we we couldn't keep up. So that's when we decided, you know, let's liquidate the companies and mm-hmm. kind of and it allowed us to hit the reset button. Yeah. And I shouldn't say it, hit, it allowed us to hit the reset button and more, but um, so it was nice. I don't think I wasted my, I think I bought that house when I was 19. Yeah, you were so young. So 10 years of owning and that house. That was a, that was a. 20 years of owning. You built that house. Oh, yeah, built that house. So I don't regret it. It was nice. Um, and it was nice for me to at least be able to buy a nice house the truck and the rangers at least got something out of it for just busting my butt for so many years um 
but it sucks that that one decision I made, you know, three years ago now was the downfall of my, my other businesses. Yeah. But, um, would, I, I don't think I'd ever go back into renting. No. I definitely would never own my own machine shop unless I had my own product. I'd love to own a machine just to tinker around, but, um, the company I work for now pretty much gave me a building mm-hmm. made my own machines and said, make this work. So I'm not really mad about where I'm at. Um, I consulting, I'd probably still do it if, if it came up to it, but like I said, the company I work for, I, I just, I have no reason to currently work my butt off. I, I did that for, you know, 10 years and kind of relaxing and hanging out with my, my wife and my kid is, uh, kind of a huge bonus to me right now. I mean, we're allowed to do whatever we want. I'm not constantly working. I mean, I brought work with us on our honeymoon and everything, so. Well, yeah, and when when you were running the machine shop and when you still had the rental and even the consulting business, like, there were times where you spent the night at the shop. Yeah. At the machine. Actually, weeks. Like, there was a big deadline coming up. You pretty much lived there. Yeah. It um took a lot out of me. So, yeah, I'm I'm happy with where you're at. Yeah, me too. I'm not not mad about it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you? They have no idea what business you ran or anything like that. <laughs> so I started my my one and only business when I was a senior in college. I was so I was 21. Nice. Um, and before that, I was a chef at a health food restaurant. Um, in a really nice part of town and uh, I was working full-time and also at that point so I was working full-time in the kitchen this is towards the end of my junior year I was full-time student I was (laughs) doing my internship for my degree working out every single day and I still managed to get on the Dean's list nice that semester so I was I was on override with classes I was doing all this stuff um, and I was burning out and I was going into my senior year of college um, I had just moved home from Tempe so I moved back in with my parents so and then my internship was in Peoria the city of Peoria right. it was so, by the old Glendale house past that oh like yeah to the 101. Oh, geez. So I was commuting from Tempe to Glendale to Peoria. Wow. Every day. <laughs> so I decided that I needed something that would be uh, more flexible with hours. So I became a personal chef. So I did a variety of things. I, I had so many different kinds of clients and I kind of just did whatever they needed me to do. Like there was one family who they just wanted their dan- dinners prepped for the family for the week. I had one guy who was like living pretty comfortably and single and so I did all of his meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, all of his grocery shopping. Oh wow. I would show up to his business that he owned with a like big white, big cooler full of food for the week. Wow. I did everything for him and he was amazing because he always gave me way more than my asking price he was great it was great um and then there's another guy who just wanted his lunches packed and prepped for work i catered parties i did things as simple as just making a bunch of cupcakes for people who had dietary restrictions 
I did kind of a little bit of everything. Um, and so that it just really worked really well with my hectic schedule as opposed to busting my butt and ate in someone else's kitchen right as a chef like that was hard that was a lot of hours and a really grabby pay it was almost as bad as teacher pay <laughs> um so i needed a way to support myself through my student teaching and my internships and wrapping up college um without having to really just to be on my own schedule is really helpful i guess um so yeah that was uh, the reason you stopped it so i stopped well i kind of petered out right after i graduated from college i got my full-time teaching position but that first year of teaching i did some i did keep a couple of clients i would cook here here and there um just to kind of compensate for the crappy teacher pay um so i could live a little bit more comfortably but definitely after my first year teaching, I totally stopped because that's when I got the job at the gym, which pays insanely well. I don't have to do any prep. <laughs> I, everything is done for me. I walk in, they have the template, I coach the template and I leave. Nice. Once a year I have to do research stuff, which is not, it's Which fine. is coming through now. It's just so many emails. Yes. You're getting a lot of emails for that. Our joint email list. Um, so just to go from like running my own business, being worried about, you know, the produce side of it. Do I have everything I need? Um, do I have everyone's, cause I would, each set of people, each client would have their own Tupperware that I kept. So they had, everything was labeled. They would get their Tupperware full of food at the beginning of the week, at the end of the week, I'd pick it up, wash it out and refill it. Jeez. So it's just a lot of like management stuff like that. And to go from that to being paid way better and none of that stress was huge, especially as a teacher. The, the stress is what, I mean, I almost live for stress. I, I think I do a lot of stressful things just to myself for some reason. But, yeah, but... I know, I know like certain jobs and even like certain of my business I owned, I could tell was taking a toll on myself and the the weight it lifted off when everything was sold and done and taken care of mm-hmm. was insane. I, I I wouldn't change that feeling for anything. You could breathe. And like now now there's days where, well not now that we have a kid, but there was days where I was almost bored because I wasn't worried or working on the next the next big thing or the next thing. Mm-hmm. Wasn't at home designing something or programming something or, you know, making an Excel spreadsheet for something. It was sitting at home watching TV. Yeah. And even I was going stir stir crazy. Yeah. You ne- were you're doing a, proje- a lot I, of projects. Yeah, I needed a project. I needed a project. I need <laughs> like um in a, in a in a trailer it's hard to do a lot of projects. You helped my parents with a lot. So, so yeah, I was constantly out out in your dad's shop doing whatever he needed and or yeah, I can go do that running here and going for a run just just to clear my head. It was it was different stress. Mm-hmm. But of stress from not being stressed. Yeah, that's weird, huh? Yeah. So kind of messed up. But like I said, now now that I'm position I'm at with the company I'm at now, I don't bring that home with me for the most part. I mean, there's days where I had bad days and stuff, but yeah, um, I don't really have to worry about it. I'm still working a lot of hours, I'd say, but I feel like well, I feel like it's a little different though now that you've got your own building. 
Yeah. I feel I feel like you do bring home your stress a little bit more often than you were when you were just programming. Right. But I mean, I, I'm the same way. Like there are certain times of the year where I am. Yep. Y- yeah. That, that, that's actually coming up. Yeah, we're getting there. It's coming. It's already actually. It's already here. Have you seen my face? This breakdown, like this acne, that's a result of this time of the school year. Um, (laughs) So, but it's definitely not what it like. It's not waking me up at two o'clock in the morning, right? Freaking out. Did I do this right? Did I do this? Or like, God forbid, I make a client angry because I did something wrong. And yeah, we're we're not trying to push you away from starting a business by any means i, no, I would no, i wouldn't no, no, change no. anything i did um i would actually again i'd love to have my own business now but with with the kid and the debt that we accumulated allowing me to to try the businesses and all that stuff and we're still recovering a little bit yeah a little yeah. bit um it's been i feel like we definitely years. yeah we've made a huge huge dent don't get me yeah. wrong but um but financially it takes a toll on you and when you have a kid coming and you're already downsized to literally a trailer mm-hmm. i mean we pulled a second loan out on the truck to pay for stuff and yeah um it just i wasn't collecting a pay i think i collected three grand that first year yeah three grand in one yeah year so, so when the the high school teacher <laughs> becomes it, the vain breadwinner yeah. that's a little terrifying yeah <laughs> it's a lot so of pressure we had the kid coming and it was make okay. a decision and and that's then, when the true, you know, yeah. true faces came out, and we we cut ties and moved on, and I wouldn't change any of it. No. I'm, I'm happy happy where we're at now. I'll get I'll get another chance. I'm I'm young, you know, only yeah. 28. Absolutely, right, 28. So I'll get another chance to uh, try something different. We actually kind of want. We're thinking of maybe uh, opening up a dance dance shop with Emily. <laughs> We've talked about that for a lot of years. He, so C- Cody's just. Since we started dating, yeah. you've been saying you should open your own studio. You should open your own studio. Um, and my only hesitation with it is I grew up in a dance studio. And I, I've seen what it's like. And as an adult, I'm just dealing with parents and po- the political side of it just makes me want to, like, vomit. <laughs> yeah, but you could make it different. I could, and I've always talked about like doing more and inclusive. Like I love the idea of working with um, senior citizens. Like that's oh, one yeah, of my passion. About that, yeah, yeah, that's one of something I'm super passionate about, especially people with um, dementia, Alzheimer's, or Parkinson's, because um, three of my grandparents died from yeah. either Alzheimer's or Parkinson's. Um, so I would love to do that. I would love to work with kids with disabilities. I do that a lot at the job I'm at right now um, but it'd be cool to just kind of do um, something bigger eventually now I'm not I'm not ready to step away from my teaching position yet I've, you know I've been yeah. like that for a few years I'm now completely like I, I get to a point where I'm just I make that decision I'm just not ready to go yet um, my time's not up there but one of these days and again we're so young I mean we're under 30 still Right. You know, I, I feel like there's there's time, like, there's time for both of us to kind of get more experience where we're at, um, settle down on the personal aspect, you know. Yeah. And then when when it's a good time and when we're ready, we'll go for it, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I don't know if I would 
if I'm going to start it, like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'd ever want another machine shop unless I had my own product. But even then, if I have my own product, it's one machine I can throw in the garage and I can, I can yeah. do here. But you know what you you have talked about in the past, which is kind of random, but real estate. Yeah, I'd love to do it. I just, I, I don't want to be those people who do it part time and end up pissing off the people who do it full time. Because yeah, I'll get you that paperwork, but here I am, I'm working twelve hours at the shop. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So. I'd like to do it. I just, I don't know. It's not something you can do as a hobby. Does that make sense? I can see that. Yeah, but time will tell what ends up happening, you know? Yeah. But no, I do think it'd be fun. Yeah, because you you are so knowledgeable. Like every time we went go look at a house or like when we bought the house we're in now, like you just, you knew it was up. Like you knew what to. the third house I was buying. Well, I know, (laughs) but like you just. You you just had an eye for everything. Like you knew what we were looking for, what was a good deal, what was a bad deal, um, all this stuff. Like it was like seamless. It was great because I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> I know nothing about buying a house. I just know from what you've been telling me. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a fun experience of two years looking for a house with you. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. So what what is your biggest thing? that you, you would like to tell people who are thinking about starting their own business or who just started their own business? Oh, um, it gets better. <laughs> it gets, it gets um, better. The, the, the first years are tough, no doubt. Um, but keep, keep pushing. Don't compare yourself to another, another company. You know, you can't say, oh, my buddy started his company. He took off. You're, every company is different. You can't compare yourself. But um, in, enjoy it. Because uh, it goes by fast. It really does. I mean, it seems like it takes forever. But um, I wouldn't change any of my past experiences. It definitely helped me improve who I am and um, what I'm doing. So, I don't, yeah, I mean, yeah, do, go for it 100%. If you're thinking about doing it, Just take do a chance. It. Yeah. I mean, worse than worse, you get a good experience from it. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, like, there'll, there'll be some debt probably behind it. But. Yeah. Well, I mean, it takes a bit to start it up, you know, depending well, depending on the business. Like for mine, there wasn't that much of a startup, like because I was working out of my own kitchen right. and all that stuff. I think the biggest thing was acquiring the stuff that I wouldn't need to buy for each client every single time, like the spices and right. the flowers and stuff. Like I wasn't going to buy a brand new bag of flour every time. Right. So it was just kind of like acquiring my stockpile of that so I wasn't using my poor mother's stash super still having me do this in their kitchen because sure. <laughs> um, I was living at home um, but it, and I don't really expect much money right away like absolutely yeah um, a lot of it goes right back to the company exactly but it, it 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 comes around it takes time but you'll get there yeah you just gotta don't. be persistent and like consistent yeah you you gotta what's tough is when you own the company you want to you don't want to work for the company you want to work to grow the company but when you first start out you almost have to do both you have to work for the company and work to grow the company until you can bring somebody else to work for the company while you help it grow Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of people just try to cut that out and go i'm just gonna make the company grow and i'll work on at the same time but it's hard to split that so you almost have to i would literally plan my day out before i started so like Monday would come and I'd know exactly what I was doing Tuesday 
And then Tuesday, when, as I was leaving, I'd make a plan for Wednesday. And it was, um, I took a lot of time management classes at a previous company. So it allowed me to control that time management really well. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you just start knocking it out, knocking it out. And before you know it, you know, you're hopefully on the up and up. I think that was something that I really struggled at first with the catering and the meal prep. It was the time management. Like, I got there. It took time. It took a while. But, um, like, I just never gave myself enough of a window right. to work. Like, it always took a lot longer than I expected. Um, and I never I never missed a deadline, but holy cow, was it stressful getting to, like, meeting that deadline. Right. Because I didn't give myself enough time. Yeah. You got, you got to have that fluctuation error. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So, give yourself enough time to do things. It, it takes time. And, and, I mean, don't rush it. And, again, don't compare yourself, I think, is the key that a lot of people argue. It's it's always, well, I don't get what's taking so long. I've been doing this for six years, and I'm still in the same rut. I know a guy who's been doing it for, God, I've been in the machine shop for, what, 10 years? He's probably close to 15 years. And just last year, he finally started doing well to yeah. the point where he could self-sufficient he could quit his job and, and and just stay at his his business so um everybody's different it's every and it depends all on like the demographics of the area right. and the business like the type of business you're running it's just there's so many factors that tie into it that just everything is so different yep it's a long it's a lot of sleepless nights and long days but and a lot of learning on your own, like a lot. Yeah. I had I did a lot of my own research yep. on all the startup paperwork, applying for the LLC, all of that stuff. I learned on my own. Yeah. And that's just you know being resourceful, knowing where to look, asking questions, talking to people who have started their own businesses. It's just that's you, that's probably the biggest thing is yeah. Talk to people who've done it and get their input on it and mm-hmm. ask questions. I mean, I don't know a single business owner who doesn't mind a bunch of questions being asked if you're somebody who actually follows what they say i mean there's people who will just waste your time but yeah no and it's just taking initiative absolutely put your big girl panties on and figure it out solid yeah that was that was my thought process um and it was really cool though because i ended up doing a lot of (laughs) presentations about my company um to the program i was in at in college because um we were in a lot of so for the program i was a part of we had every thursday we would meet as a class and talk about life after college like come up with a plan figure out where we wanted to audition what we wanted to do all this stuff um it was like a company thursday thing and um there was one one semester that we had to do a big presentation on kind of what we were looking into at that point and this just happened to be when I was starting up the company and I had already done all of the the work for it no, you know nice. I've already I had already applied for the LLC I did all the paperwork so I made this bomb presentation blew my professors out of the water <laughs> <laughs> like wow Emily I was like yeah I know <laughs> But you just gotta do the do the work. Yeah, I mean, buckle up. <laughs> it's it's just time, and it, I mean, 
you, you don't get that time back, but so you kind of just use it wisely. Uh, it pays for itself in the end. That's what I'm saying, yeah. But, uh, I mean, I took jobs as a consultant where I'd, I'd go and spend four hours with a guy, and then he just decided, oh, I'll figure it out myself. It's like, what? Really? Okay. So consulting, you'd go in there, talk to them, figure out what they need, kind of give an idea of, you know, how to do it. And then, you know, here's my hourly rate. You can bring me on. It's probably going to take anywhere between a day to a couple of weeks, you know, depending on the project. But so, yeah, there, there's times that someone call you over, you know, and you spend four hours going over everything with them and giving them a detailed plan of how you can show them what, what they're doing. And, and they'll be like, oh, I didn't didn't know there was that much into it. I thought I could just start cutting parts and you break it down for them and then they realize they don't want to spend the money to learn it. They'll just figure it out on their own, which more power to them if they do. But you spend a lot of time searching for the, the right customer, if you will. But when you find the right one, I, I found a few that was awesome and they were steady pay and I could, I could knock out a lot of things without really having to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, comes to renting. I'm just, I'm just not ever, ever, but yeah, well, I just, renting is not something I'll get into ever again. I just, I had <laughs> three, three renters and not any of them were good. And I'm sure sooner or later I would have found a good one. I just. But it was like in between each renter, we spent hundreds of thousands of dollars. Fixing. Fixing everything that they damaged. Yep. Just to do it all over again. And a year or two later, we were back in that house, replacing the carpet, redoing everything. All Repainting. The painting. Drywall. Ugh. Water, like water damage. Yep. All of that. Every single time. We were fixing it, doing it again. So, I'm good if we never do that again. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> it. I just, I have a. And the last time we did. taste in my mouth from it, so. Right. The last time we did. Before the last render, I was newly pregnant. So I was in the first trimester puking my guts up, cleaning these dang carpets. Yep. And we ended up replacing them anyway. And we ended up replacing them because they were gone. So we have a couple questions if you if you want some questions. Yeah. Um, one's about us and the other one is actually about, I sent a tweet out on, I think it was Friday, Thursday or Friday, giving people a heads up what we're going to be talking about. Yep. We had one really, really good question. Um, cool. and then one is about, a is about relationship question. Oh, okay. We're good at this. Hit me, baby. All right. So this is from making sure I can um, say his name or her name is, I'm not sure. Um, I'm going to go with him. Hey guys, love your podcast. My name is Andy. I am 19. I was wondering, what is your deal breaker in a relationship? Ooh. Manipulation. What do you mean? Like when your partner manipulates you to do something that they want you to do. You know, I, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know. My brain, my brain just went dead. So I get what would be a deal breaker. Obviously, cheating. Cheating. That's. I mean, well, it's more like breaking the trust. Like once that trust is broken, it's you can't really get past that. Like it's it's really hard to come back from that. I would agree. Um, 
but yeah I feel like I don't know I feel like I've had so many experiences with so many different things like with the trust issue the manipulation just constantly being put down just kind of like I think, oh, the I think, big things I think mine would be cheating to an extent and the reason I say that is because I guess what was the reason for the cheat right like mm. if you're in a loving relationship and you cheat well then yeah what the heck but <laughs> if like that person's not there for you physically emotionally and mentally just... and you're and you're and you've had conversations about it and mm-hmm. they're just not trying I guess. I mean, why why not end it? Doesn't really. Yeah, end it first. But, but some I mean, people just at least you kind of kind of get where they're coming from on that yeah, one. But at the same like they're time, they're craving the, the attention, the attention, and you know the loving. But my whole philosophy is, if you get to that point, then your relationship was kind of done. Yep. Just get it over with. Right. So yeah, I guess cheating would be my main one. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of lying. Yeah, um, again, the trust thing. Right, pretty much lost the trust. Yeah, that's a nice umbrella term. I think that would be the main deal breaker for me. Yep, I agree. Uh, okay, this is a long one, so let's see how... Do you want me to read it? I'm better at words. Wow, words. <laughs> how do you just say you can read and I can't? Hmm. Okay. I don't think they want us to say their name, so... Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Hi, my name is... Hmm? <laughs> Please don't say my name. Or business info. Okay. I'm 29, and I own my own blah, blah, blah. And I've worked hard to get to where I am today. So when my boyfriend decided to propose to me, of course I said yes. But the more I thought about all my hard work with my business, I figured I would protect it since it was something I did before we ever met, were together. When I brought up the prenup with my fiance, he got upset and didn't understand why I would ask him. Ask someone I supposedly care about for a prenup and now doesn't think I trust him. My question is, did I make a mistake when I asked him if he would sign a prenup for the company? Uh, no. I don't think it's crazy. My honest opinion, my honest opinion is a prenup is insurance and it's it's nothing more than that. Um for you to for you to ask 100% makes sense it doesn't make sense for the other person to get upset to me yeah because what what would they care well you don't trust me you think you think I'm going to leave you well if you're not going to leave me then what's the why not just sign the prenup so I mean it goes but I get I get both sides of it but I look at it as it's I did this before the relationship started I want it after in case people change I mean, yeah. you and I, yeah. we, we've been married for two years, and I guarantee we're not the same people that we were oh, two years ago. absolutely not. Not in a bad way. Right. Not in a bad way. <laughs> right. But people change. You never yeah. know what could happen, and all you're doing is pr- protecting something that you started and put your hard work into. Yeah. So I signed up a, I signed a prenup. Yeah, she did. For you. <laughs> because, again, you had all those businesses and everything. And when you – it wasn't really you that suggested it, but um, – Oh, no. We, we talked about it pre, yeah. pre-engagement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wasn't any, even remotely bothered by it. No, you didn't even care. Like, I understood. I, I wasn't concerned about it. It was just, you know, just said, like, what is yours before the marriage is yours, and what was mine is mine, and whatever we have, like, acquired during our marriage is ours. Yeah. You know? It's it's nothing 
It's nothing more than nothing, literally insurance. Yeah, it's not. It's really not a big deal. Yeah, that's like, like it's this signature. Um, it's no different than you get in a car accident and going, "Oh, I have insurance. My car's gonna go back to the way it was." Then you yeah. not have an insurance going. I just lost my car. It's yeah. It's fine. It's not an issue. I think the fiance is kind of that would give me a red flag. It. That would give me a hundred percent a red flag. Yeah, it's kind of blowing it out of proportion. Just if, if your fiance doesn't trust you. Or sit down with him and maybe he's not, maybe he's not understanding what the prenup is. Yeah, because I don't know. Maybe it has like a bad stigma because you hear about it on on TV. And... Yeah, on TV. Like, yeah. With divorce, like nasty divorce couples. Yeah, but it, but it, this it... is all television. Like it's yeah. not real life. Um, I think they need to sit down and have a conversation about trust. Absolutely. Um, and and the, literally, the prenup is no more than insurance. Yeah. And then make sure that your fiance is aware of it. I mean. Yeah. Maybe just maybe there's something else going on if right. he's reacting like that. Or they, I don't know. Um, if they're reacting like that, maybe, I'd sit down and have a conversation. Yeah, there's something that y'all need to talk about and maybe there's something else more like more than just the prenup. Yeah. Maybe there's something that needs to be figured out before the big day. And remember this is unprofessional advice. advice. This is not <laughs> professional or not licensed therapist. This is just our opinion and, and yeah from again but, of our personal experiences like we've gone through a lot of this stuff before yeah. um, like you said you've, you've signed a prenup so i did and it, it literally was a non-issue and i mean if i had any questions or concerns about it i would have just you know i don't know legaled it just ask about it or ask talk to people or talk to people who have signed prenups before right like find some answers don't get freaked out about something new but so do we get more questions i don't unless you have some that you're hiding from me oh i don't know if you no. chose any more off the email hmm. but um yeah i'm ready for bed babe me too i'm exhausted um so yeah it's pretty much in a, a very short podcast about our Business ventures. Business adventures and what we've done. We're going to crash and tomorrow wake up, go to work, and then get ready for our week at Country Thunder. Oh my gosh. Yes. So we're about to take our first vacation since our honeymoon. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We're, we're leaving the, the sweet, the kiddo sweet with grandparents. baby boy behind for four days i'm gonna be fine i'm fine i'm gonna be fine just yeah totally normal that'd be great yeah i can tell <laughs> no it'll be super fun it'll be nice to just like hang out with our friends and kind of let loose a little bit um i fully anticipating taking my fair share of naps solid during the day <laughs> solid um i'm going out wednesday so when this podcast gets posted i'll be driving to Florence with a group of friends. Big convoy going out there. In our old house. In our old house. And then you're coming up Thursday night with your friend from... Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. I'm excited. So our next podcast will be a lot about, you know, what our experience was. Um, we're, we're not at all newbies when it comes to Country Thunder. This will be our fourth year together. Your eighth yeah. year. Um but we were unable to go last year for very obvious reasons. 
mainly because I was what like three weeks postpartum. Yeah, we had a three week um, baby and we didn't feel like dropping him off. At absolutely not, house. <laughs> not even a question. Um, and there was no way I was physically capable. I we were still sleeping on the couch at that point. Yeah, because you weren't able to go upstairs. And stuff. <laughs> so there was no way. Um, so I'm I'm excited to kind of you know just hang out. I'm a little concerned for the liver and relax. Relax. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Going. Just, we gotta just chill. Got a thirty foot slip and slide. Inflatable slip and slide because that is not at all dangerous when it comes to a bunch of drunk people. No, that would be a good totally time. safe. Great decision. I'm so excited to see how this pans out. Oh no, it's not unsafe. How can you get hurt on a slip and slide? How can you get hurt on it? Have you ever been on a slip and slide? Yeah. This is a blow up one. It's not like you're gonna smash your knee on a rock or something. <laughs> I can just I just envision someone like flying off. Like y'all put too much du- like dish soap on it or something, and boom. it's thirty feet. You really got to get moving to fly off the backside of it. Y'all, I but challenge do, accepted. I'll know, do my best to see if I can. Redneck ingenuity. Like I don't I don't doubt y'all. Truck pulls. See, I figured you guys would make this work. Yes, I. Yep, I knew it, y'all. Y'all, you know, with your trailer trashness, and then when you get together and drinking, and it just kicks it into high gear. Yeah, it'll be a good time. It'll be fine. So yeah, on our way back, we'll um, have the video going. We're hoping to have a video of us sitting in line trying to get out of Country Thunder, <laughs> and then we'll also be recording our podcast because it'll be Monday when we're coming home. So yeah, from Wednesday to Monday, we are going to be MIA almost. Baffalicious. <laughs> so we'll see. This is number. Five. Oh. It's podcast number five. <laughs> Halfway to ten. Halfway to ten. <laughs> um. So we'll see you guys next. Uh, we'll Here, listen, listen to talk watch, to you guys. Kind of, <laughs> a little bit of everything. We'll talk to you guys next Wednesday. And uh, other than that, take care, guys. Bye. Later.